0: Well, hello, everybody. I have a new microphone, so it might sound better. And if it doesn't, <laughs> then <laughs> I just wasted $200. <laughs> but I had a great time when I went to Best Buy, kind of geeking out with all the guys hanging out, asking, you know, everybody there in, in the speaker section, in the microphone section, what do you think is the best piece of equipment? So it was actually a great deal of fun. I highly recommend it, especially if your kids ha- or have a bent toward technology. Put your mask on. We're still in COVID-19 uh, right now. And take your kid over to Best Buy. Tell them where you'll meet them in 30 minutes and uh, just have a blast. <laughs> They've got so much in that store these days. All right. So what I'd like to talk about tonight is um, as as our children get into puberty, which my John is. Um, he's not rip snorting yet, but um, he, as soon as the rest of the hair comes in, he'll, he'll be a happy little camper. Um, so, you know, we are classically trained parents of intervention, right? No such thing as sitting around, uh, you keep your kids engaged, you intervene, you stay on top of them, and the the older they get, you know, their brains are wired just like a neurotypical child to want to, in in this sense, everybody wants to become independent. All right, so if the brain is primally, you know, like primal, primally wired to be independent, to want to move toward independence then it's going to have to push away from the number one love object in their life, the safe oasis they've been hanging on to, the safe little island in the storm. And that happens to be you, parent. Uh, if you read the book, um, the, the Love Languages of Children Compared to the love, the Five Love Languages of Children, Compared to the Five Love Languages of Teenagers, The one-sentence book report says that uh, teenagers are going to push away from precisely the love language comfort zone that you had established for all those years. (laughs) And that's why you're going to have a raving lunatic on your hands, someone that you don't recognize who they are. Well, they're actually fulfilling their destiny. So you might as well be grateful that they are craving independence. And that means they have to remove themselves from the safe tether and that's you. So let them have some risk. Uh, sh- I mean, uh, short of blood spurting everywhere and short of broken bones, right? So um, what I have found in the last three or four days, we have had uh, such hard way. So in my Facebook posts, uh, all the social media, the all the places where I stick content, um, I like to do a few hashtags, uh, usually self-deprecatingly and one that it's a funny colloquial, funny saying that John and I have developed over the years is um, hard way or easy way. Mom hates hard way. Hard way always hurts. Please, please pick easy way. So we've had now three days, well today wasn't so bad, but the last two days have been a bugger on hard way. So I just wanted to share a few little quick scenarios and then just leave you with a uh, uh, um, I don't know. Parting thought, shall we say? So yesterday was a bad one. Um, we had an occupational therapist who came to the house. Our beloved Rosemary Slade, John always knows that he needs to dress in light-colored clothes because with the quantum reflex integration, the QRI, the um, the quantum kinesiology treatments up on the table that he gets, the light waves need to have a light-colored garment. If there's dark colors, like if he's wearing black pants, black shirt, it's not going to work. So for some reason yesterday, I swear to you, he, he just w- went out of his way in every creative possible way to 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 just not do what mom asked him to do. I also think that he is so very comfortable with Rosemary that he's going to screw with her the same way that he does with me. All right. So in my house, he only has mom. Dad's been in heaven for a year. I'm the bad cop. John likes to play me like a harp if he can get away with it. The only time I really hear any warm fuzzies from him is at night when he wants something like he wants me to you know, help put him to bed. Um, but other than that, I'm kind of persona non grata, and um, I hear frequently, Mom, I just don't want to be with you. Sometimes I hear, Mom, I hate you. I frequently hear, Mom, I really miss my dad. So all of that mental health and recovering from grief and trauma. That's another topic. I've discussed it before, but back to this topic. So, um, anyway, (laughs) yesterday with the the light colored versus the dark colored clothes, little stinker actually went so far as to head upstairs twice to his room and put the light colored shorts on top of the dark colored shorts on top of the dark colored underwear. And he came down looking like a big old sausage. So it, I've just never seen him be that creative in be in a pain in the tokus. You know, I've just, it was, it was funny until it became maddening until it became, you know what, I'm spending, we're wasting good money here. And in fact, we did the mathematic, uh, mathematical calculation. If the, he were going to earn enough chore money to pay for Rosemary's time, that's going to be three years worth of taking the garbage cans up and down the driveway for a one hour session. So, I mean, you know, we're already in the, in the red right there. All right. So anyway, I back to the John thing. I was uh, frustrated with him and uh, I was trying not to say it, show it. So I just bent over and was helping him switch out his pants. And he decided that he was going to like really whack into mom. So I had about four or five quick strikes right there in that that lower back bent over, which is where my one of my weak spots is. And it stung like the bejabers. I was actually kind of br- just oh, I lost my breath. Well, I I've learned, I know I can never escalate anything like this with John. He's almost my height. Um he's very easygoing up until the time he gets really frustrated. And then, well, we all I don't know if it happens in your house, but I've been hit, right? <laughs> um some of us get bit, but usually it's just hit. So um anyway I was smarting for a long time so okay second day in a row no electronics I just have a nice little hidey hole where he hasn't yet found it so when he has started if he misses if he misses four or five times of doing the right thing if I catch him cheating I'll give him extra chances, but once we've hit about four or five times of cheating, my blood's starting to get hot. So I just start gathering up the the cords, gathering up the devices. I make sure he does not see me hide them away. But pretty soon, he's down to drumsticks and Alexa, and that's just about it. Um, So, uh, And it usually makes for a really bad 10 minutes of withdrawal, constant renegotiation. If I just get laryngitis, ignore him, remove the audience, walk away, um, or I just look at him and smile and say, now, who has all the power here? He'll ask me a question, and I answer with a question. Um, You know, he's trying to renegotiate whatever it is he wants. And I've done a ton of posts uh, and, and podcasts about the list, about chores, about Holding boundaries, about setting boundaries, about helping your kids gain with working memory and increase their executive functioning, feel empowered by taking responsibility. So, there's a bunch of that already there on the website. Um, but the humor, oh, don't forget humor. Just cling to it like a life raft, okay? And so, the best times are when I look at him and just kind of smile, say the fewest words possible, watch my resting bitch face, right? <laughs> Which I don't think I have, but just it scares me sometimes if I look in the mirror when I'm angry with him. <laughs> so we have to watch our face and uh, I just smile and say, oh man, who's got all the power here? And he knows that means him, right? And so he he's fully aware that that's it. Doesn't stop him from wanting to just magpie me to death, right? Just that parrot over and over and over and over like he's going to wear me down. And if he asks me the same question 10 times, I'm going to just capitulate, right? well i 've learned that gets me nothing, nothing, nothing. It gets him nothing, nothing. so I just walk away. much harder to remove the audience walk away if you 're out in public if you 're at a restaurant, but if you 're at the house or some place where you don 't have a thousand little eyes looking at you, uh, judging your parenting um, then just I just walk away, smile. All right. So anyway, um, we're back to the um, the lost all of his uh, electronics. That was the second hard way day in a row. The day previous, okay, that was Sunday, and that his his method there was to stall, and lollygag, and stall some more, and lollygag. And so what I've had to learn a different approach for a different day, depending on which method and procedure he's choosing to test the boundaries to see if I really love him enough to hold boundaries if he chooses the option what's behind door number one the option of just purely lollygagging just I don't know if it's ADHD lost in the in the trees or whether it's purposeful just I'm gonna I'm just gonna do exactly the opposite of what I'm supposed to do then whatever he decides mom's got to have a a, a, a counterbalast, right? A counterbalance to that, which means that I need to make sure that my list, my responsibilities, whatever it is I needed to get done or wanted to get done, is detached, delinked, not connected to his timeline. If I'm stuck with uh, a, a departure time, right, like for, at our house, he loves to earn home alone, well so do I. So I love to run away. It's great. I don't have to worry about a babysitter anymore. But if he's, it typically would be that when I leave, he has the electronics, the list is done. And then that's fine. He can do whatever he wants. Usually it's YouTube. I never see any blood. I mean, the call to duty, all that stuff. He doesn't get into Grand Theft Auto. He just puts us around with YouTube on harmless things, as far as I've been able to tell. Maybe a little bit of TV, but it's right back to YouTube again. And um, so if if he is not getting his stuff done, his list done, so that the electronics is now available to him, then I realized I can still leave. I just leave the house barren of electricity, except for the Alexa upstairs, which is with his drums, which he uses as an accompaniment which means he's stuck with the dog, the books, the bike, and the, and the, and the, the beat. <laughs> so um, that works pretty good. And uh, the, one, uh, the first or second time I did it, I came home, and he just like somebody had ransacked at the house, <laughs> he was looking through hither and yon, trying to find out where I hide all of the devices and the cords, even the remote controls, if that's the point so i have to be clever uh make sure he doesn't know where my spot is and i remind him that he's going to have to put everything back and he's never going to find it until And all he has to do he has all the power just get your list done i find he does best the more i walk away the more i pay no attention to the man behind the curtain the more i just zip it mom and it in the case of if I'm going to leave the house, take my reading with me, go to a restaurant, go to sit outside on the patio. That's basically the, the way the restaurants work for me these days, right? With the COVID, I wear my mask, I find some place that's not too cold outside and I just park it and it saves my life. All right. So I did that the other night, I left the house and uh, came back to a little boy that uh, basically kind of did nothing Um except analog while I was gone. And today he was much better. (laughs) I don't know how long it takes for the addiction to really wear off. If it's just a day-to-day thing, then I find there's a lot more yo-yoing, seesawing back and forth. Um, But I think several days in a row, maybe even a week, I think he starts to understand the gravity of the situation, how much he loves that addiction. And I think he'll come quicker to responding in an age-appropriate way, right? In a school-appropriate way. So that's what we want, is that no matter what he does in his life, he's approaching 15. Well, there's going to be society expectations on how quick he auditory processes all the language and the requests coming at him. So if he's got all zoned out and in his own little world, it, he could get in trouble, right? Okay. Um, so another aspect of of this uh, intervention or not in hard way or easy way and the whole point of this is that as we as intervention parents that sometimes uh, especially with rising puberty the grief and trauma the frustration of covid all the things that's going on with our kids the lack of enough sunshine we're in a gloomy season right now with the weather half the days is that we as parents uh, i used this phrase once the um Uh, overly concerned and I got some interesting comments on that that yes mostly we parents are overly concerned about the choices that our kids will make on a micro basis if I'm micromanaging his decisions I'm probably doing the wrong thing um way different much different than if we have boundaries and we're following what's important and stranger danger and appropriate risk taking with the family right so um uh, overly concerned. Watch out for that. Um, uh, so, uh, w- with that, then we have a foreign exchange student in the house. So, the first year we had it, it was a boy, and they rough and tumbled great together. This sh- this semester, it's a it's a female, uh, two or three or four years older than John. She's neurotypical. John's not. He's acting like an, a ninny <laughs> with a. Pretty young girl in the house, and um, I think he has some resentment there because they're not really bonding in the same way that he did with the boy. She and I have talked about that. Time will tell. She's only been here a a week or two. So you can't really compare apples and oranges with other kids. It absolutely does benefit John to have another kid in the house. All that's good. Um, Anyway, so part of it, too, is that uh, he acts differently when she's here. But I think that when mom leaves, I think things really calm down. I think he's pushing against me, and he doesn't have the age appropriateness to realize that what he does has unintended consequences, right? That if he looks, if, if he if he overreacts, he, he, he uses too loud of a voice, um, then it just isn't going to transfer well to the bus, to the school. And this is where I live. I have to watch my fear, right? My being overly concerned. So sometimes he's just going to have to get that bloody nose or he's going to have to be rejected by his peers and maybe then he'll pay attention. He is much this more astute learner from his peers than he is from mom. You know, like with mom, it's almost like, yeah, 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 I told you so, mom. Um, So typically our kids don't listen to us once they hit, I don't know, 10 or 11. I think it varies, right, by age so he he really loved his and loves his dad his dad is not here his dad is the one on the pedestal but also he had no boundaries with John and in his declining months and years his physical strength was much less so he kind of just let John just ride roughhouse over him so part of that uh, mom I hate you I wish I had my dad back Business is that that means there was no boundaries. <laughs> it's kind of like, woohoohoo, hoo, home alone, mom's gone, I can do whatever I want. This is great. Uh oh, wait, she took all the cords. Dead gummit. I guess she really meant it when she said, I got to get my list done. So, my hope for him is that he learns how to have a decent adult set of habits and standards and knows what to do next and isn't depending on someone. Uh, telling him bossing him around nagging him he's not prompt dependent he doesn't he does not have the learned dependence right uh, these are all big words, but they are uh, they're they're they, they they definitely affect our kids and we we got a, a whole we got a whole bunch of kids right now with the, the the covid um isolation uh too much time on their devices not enough um wrestling with each other down at the park um So that's, there's social implications there, okay? So my point is that sometimes we parents have to do the exact opposite of what we've been trained to do as our kids age into puberty, into wanting independence. So it's like, okay, it's fine. Give yourself permission to, when you need patience, go be selfish. Walk away. Don't link your frustration to the fact that your kid's not getting done what they need. Quit being overly concerned and this is me talking to me, right? I need to be not overly concerned if he's wasting today It's not going to make any difference if I nag him and tell him the 179th time The same thing i've told him 178 times already The best way to reinforce something is just let him feel his own self-induced misery So walk away mom go be selfish Oh, mindfulness, self-care. Oh, well, just get your little carcass out of the house. Go over there to Gringo's, park it on the patio and order a taco salad and a margarita and read. That's what you really, really want to do. So quit being the martyr, staying at the house, barking at your kid and letting your blood pressure raise. Just hide the courts. If that's, if that's what he earned, if that's what he created, go. And, um, so, hey, uh, if you need patience, consider being selfish. <laughs> That's what I'm I am i I'm trying to work on that and it feels so good even just an hour or 2 hours away, right? We may not have the amount of respite that we wished. We may not have the um the schedule that was so predictable perhaps in years previous, months previous, but somehow figure out a way. Um my kid, I started with the backward chaining of uh, like a 5 minutes home alone and he sticks pretty close to the computer right and the dog we've also been working on the backward chaining for the bike riding we live in a pretty safe neighborhood on a cul-de-sac so i we worked on backward chaining about three or four really reliable activities that's good for him he can't really get in too much trouble if you want to slap a life 3 if you want to put a life 360 tag on him fine frequently john goes out bike riding with no such Tether, not even his phone. Um, I have regretted that a few times. Um, but there's just nothing like the freedom he's gonna feel, and I'm hoping that it also carries with that responsibility. He now is choosing to put his helmet on. Um, he'll put the helmet on before he'll put shoes on. (laughs) And that's another story about John homeless at the Kroger store when he got a pair of slippers, but that's for another day. So, um, all I can say here is, uh, just remove the audience, go do something that your heart of hearts is desperately seeking, find pay, uh, find something that you want to do. All right. Th- these days, weeks, years of interventions are also bleeding out our lives as the parents, right? And if we're single parents, yeah. What about that single person you used to be or who, who was I before I had all these high maintenance kids? Right? And so for our joy, for me to be the best mom I can be, I need to not be grumpy. I need to be refreshed and in the flow and joyful and happy and humorous and lighthearted and playful. Well if I got if I'm wrapped around the axle, I am not um, gonna be playful. Um, I guess tonight is cliche night. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I tend to be a right-brained person, which I guess I'm just uh, drowning you in cliches and, and all that uh, and metaphors. Forgive me. Um, but uh, just, uh, I'm just sharing with you my uh, vulnerability, my failures. Um, don't escalate anything. Smile. Walk away. Zip it. Go do something you want to do. Your kid's not going to die. Maybe they'll miss you. Wouldn't that be great? They actually miss us and then they seek us out and then before they go to bed, they they tell us sincerely. We kind of buy it, right? I'm sorry. So they might even show remorse. Yeah, that's pretty cool. John sometimes shows remorse, you know? And then if he doesn't, if he just immediately says, if he, he says, I'm sorry, mom. And then he immediately, immediately follows it up with the sales pitch of, oh, I want to earn back my devices. I'll look at him and I'll say, you don't mean that. You need to make me feel like you really mean that. Right? So I'm tr- we're trying to work on these nuances, these empathetic, uh, I'm sorry, apologies, reading the facial um, messages, the micro expressions. I think it's going to have to come with practice. Um, So, uh, you know, I guess I just wanted to share with you that I have discovered that sometimes I'm my own worst enemy and I want John to, I'm 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 almost like a slave driver on the interventions on the list, get it done. And then what I'm trying to do is often when it just, when the old, it's not fitting together that we're running out. we're running out of time. I'm running out of patience. I'm running out of humor. Something just needs to get marked off. So I tell him he can skip something or maybe twice, or we'll say it's good enough. Instead of 20 minutes, we'll do 10 minutes. Maybe, maybe you call that cheating, but at least he did a little bit. So in as an example, he typically would do 20 minutes of not very precise percussion practice. So tonight it was 5 minutes of particularly not precise percussion practice, but he wrote down 5 minutes in the log and at least he did something. So he's going to have to fill all that out tomorrow and if he has a couple of you know zeros in there, right? He'll have to feel those consequences. So the older they get, they still need us, but they need to not feel it. They need to not see us so much, right? Lurk in the bushes if you need to back up, put a whatever it takes so that you still get your, your, uh, um, micromanager fix (laughs) or better yet, just divert your attention back to who you used to be and try to find that person or recreate the next new one that you're going to be. Go do something selfish, take a nap, go for a walk. You'll be just as good of a parent and your kid may miss you. Um, They have to learn things the hard way, okay? If they don't choose easy way, if they choose hard way, we got to respect them and let them feel that whole lesson. So step away. Stop being overly concerned. I'm learning that, right? Dear God, don't escalate. You know, if they whack you, I just, it's just, boom, everything's gone. All those electronics are gone for a day, two days, three days. I'm not negotiating anymore. I try not, to. if I feel my blood pressure going up, I got to remove the audience. I've got to exit stage left, go do something different. All right. That's that's too much tonight, but it, it's fun with this new microphone. <laughs> so thank you all. Hang in there. Um, uh, interventions work. I'm just saying they really, truly work. Okay. Talk to you soon. Okay.